only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Blog Talk Radio. The best heavy metal and hard rock anywhere. Live from Blog Talk Radio's multi-million dollar broadcasting facilities, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. With your host, Mike the Big G. Thank you for joining me today in the Metal Matinee. We're continuing the year in metal series. We're up to 1986. I wish I could touch on everything that happened in that year, but it's only a 45-minute show, so we'll sample things here and there. And we're going to start things off with a band who changed the face of metal with their album, Master of Puppets, Metallica, Battery.
Masters of the Republic, that was Battery. The album came out in March of 1986, and what a great way to kick off that year. Six months later, in an accident, everybody knows Cliff Burton died, and I kind of fell out of favor with Metallica after that. The music took a, a real big change in style and direction. Uh, it goes to show you how much Cliff Burton was a part of that band. He was the heart and soul of that group to me. But the album went to number 29 in the Billboard charts, went gold, and that's when they weren't getting any airplay, had no videos out. It was at a time when that kind of music uh, just wasn't accepted still, and uh, they were the first band from the underground scene to really break it big, and, you know, they deserve what they've gotten over the years even though I haven't listened to much of the album since this one, but that's life, right? All right, so we're going to keep moving on over here. Let me see. What are a few of the new bands that started up that year? It was definitely a change in the scene going on. Bands like 24-7 Spies came out, had the guys on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, I guess a new band called A&M right now. You should check that out. Uh, Violence was coming out that year, Accusa, uh, Cacophony, and a few other groups. It was a mixed bag of nuts in 1986. Hair metal was definitely at its peak Bands like Keel and Cinderella and thanks to Bon Jovi, they brought hard rock and metal to the forefront, whether you cared for that music or not. Thrash was still thriving out west in San Francisco, and more and more bands are popping up all over the country. And for the rest of the people that were disenfranchised with all of that, hardcore started rising up out of the village here in New York City, big time, with CBGBs and the Sunday matinee. And we've got a little bit of everything on today, at least as much as we can in the next 40 minutes or so. But... I'm going to go right back to my hometown of New York right now for a band I was crazy about back in the day. They were one-hit wonder with this album, but it was, what a great metal record. It's a band called Cities and Burn Forever.
were burned forever. Had a little thrash metal, a little power metal, and 80s was filled with hair metal. It was the kind of music that brought attention to the scene and made it as big as it was, but it was also the music that killed it a few years later. And uh, one of those groups was the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Vinnie uh, formed the band after getting kicked out of Kiss. And a lot of people in that band, Dana Strum, Mark Slaughter, Jimmy Waldo, Gary Shea. So we're going to go right to the first record. The boys are going to rock.
Vinnie Vincent for you. The boys are going to rock. Vinnie's been in out of court for the last 20 years with Kiss. He's been suing them over royalties and rights to the music, but uh, he hasn't come out on the winning end of that yet. Maybe it's time to pack it in. doesn't look like it's going to happen. But uh, a lot of other albums came out in 1986. Won't be able to get most of them on today, just a few, except put out Russian Roulette. Black Sabbath had the seventh star. Carnivore's first record, the self-titled album Carnivore, came out. Peace Steel just passed away a few months ago, too. Uh, Dark Angel, Darkness Descends, David Lee Ross, Eat Him a Smile, Dio had Intermission out, Creator had Pleasure to Kill, Iron Maiden, Somewhere in Time, Metal Church, The Dark, just too many to name, but we're going to try to get on a few if we can off of some of those albums, but another band who put out probably the, the greatest album ever that year was Slayer, with Rain and Blood, his Epidemic. <laughs> Another album to break the Billboard's uh, Top 100, that went to number 94 without any airplay at all also. And uh, Metal Hammer Magazine, which also just started publishing in 1986, said that that was the best metal album in the last 20 years. And Crying Magazine, which was out for the longest time, said that was the heaviest album of all time. And I tell you, a lot of the albums and the songs you listen to from back then, some of it sounds dated. doesn't sound as heavy or as fast as it did back in the day with the new music of, you know, this decade. But that album still stands the test of time, Rain and Blood. What a great album that is. All right, let me see where we are right now. We're trying to mix things up here, go between the hair, the hardcore, the heavy metal, a little bit of everything. So how about next we do a little more hair? Kill. Ron was supposed to be on the show a few weeks ago, but I had to cancel due to a death in the family. But uh, I'm working on getting him back on next month. 
is a song off of uh, the Final Frontier, Raised on Rock. In my blood. Back in 1986, for every Metallica and Slayer, there were 10 Wingers and Europe's and all those other hair metal bands. And a lot of the kids, and myself included, were just getting frustrated with hair metal dominating the scene. And all these really hardworking thrash and speed metal bands were getting left behind. And, uh, you know, we looked for something new, and uh, we found Hardcore. And Hardcore had a great budget in the scene here in New York. Down at uh, CBGB's on Sunday with the Sunday matinee. There was a big scene in Washington. Michigan had a great scene going on parts of California, and it took the best of the old 70s and early 80s punk music with the best of the speed of thrash metal and came up with a sound all our own, and we loved it. And one of the bands that were top dogs here in New York were Cro-Mags, Sign of the Times. 
Oh, the Mighty Cro-Mags off the debut record from 86, The Age of Quarrel. There were so many great bands I played in New York. I came to New York back then, including uh, the Crumb Suckers, Agnostic Front, AOD. Got some good friends of ours, Sheer Terror, Leprosy, Token Entry. There were so many to name. I can't go through them all right now. Maybe it's time to do another hardcore metal matinee. I'll have that coming on in a few weeks, including my own band back in the day, Stillborn. So a little self-plugging there, but... <laughs> Okay, we've got to keep things going here. Oh, and as a matter of fact, the Cro-Mags are this week's Metal Matinee featured artist. So right now at the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot, there's a live show up by the band. I believe it was from uh, June 8th of 1986 in Pittsburgh, PA, or maybe it was uh, August 6th. But it's up there right now. Go download a copy of it. Got to thank Strat. I got that from him. Another great show. All right, we're going to keep things going here. we got about 15 minutes left. King Diamond left Merciful Fate. Started his own band, took a few of his uh, boys with him. Uh, Timmy Hansen left, Michael Denner. He had Mickey D, who's in Motorhead right now. And then the rock on guitar. Here you go, a little dressed in white from Fatal Port.
Diamond, dressed in white. It's time for the King to put out some new music, either solo or getting back with Mercer Faith for another album. And I hope he goes back to the old way of songwriting with songs like that. His concept albums are getting a little long in the tooth. It's like just one long, continuous story. You know, it's time to get back to the verse and chorus type music again. That's what he does best, and I would love to hear more of it. So hopefully we'll have something on the horizon pretty soon. All right, we've got a few songs left to do here. Uh, you know, I saw this band last week opening for the Scorpions, and believe it or not, it's the first time I ever saw them live, Cinderella. And I know Tom Keefe has had a lot of vocal problems over the last couple of years, but you would never know by that show. He sounded great. I couldn't believe how great they sounded live. Uh, much better than on album, and I really appreciated more of their music, and uh, I came home and started putting them on again. So that's a little hell on wheels. <laughs> Night Songs record from 1986. Just to remind you, Sunday night, 6 o'clock, Bobby Masano of Stars and Joe Lantana is my guest, and Jace Lamberg. We've got some great guitar players calling in this week. We've got the old guard and the new. Don't forget to tune in at 6 o'clock right here on Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. We're down to the last two songs. I hope you got a, a little sample of everything that was going on in 1986. Like I said, I can't play it all. 
It's a quick show on Thursdays, but just to give you a little bit what was going on that year. Also, in 1986, Vin Lizzy, singer and bass player Phil Knight, he passed away with all the struggle-related problems. Uh, not much else happened that year. It was just getting going. But we're going to do a little Voivod for you right now. Head up to the Great White North. It'll fuck off and die from Raw. <laughs>
off the Roar album. That was Voivod, which Fuck Off and Die. You know, hair metal had such a hold on, on music in 1986 that Ozzy was running around in sequins and his teased out hair doing the Ultimate Centaur. Uh, YT lighting up the low with Summertime Girls. Celtic Frost, I mean, Tom Warrior had his hair teased out and makeup on. <laughs> they, everybody was changing to try to become more like the hair metal bands. Raven with uh, On and On and no band better than Judas Priest uh, with Turbo. I mean, they completely changed gears. They didn't look right or sound right. They were all just trying to fit in with the, what was going on at the time. So off that album, Turbo, the last song of the show, little Judas Priest with Hot for Love.
All right, I want to thank everybody for listening today. Give you a little sample of the year 1986. Don't forget Sunday night, Bobby Masano and Jason Lamberg are my guests. And next Thursday, we'll be back here in the middle of matinee for Mentally Insane. Take care, everybody. Have a great weekend. Heavy metal anywhere. BlogTalkRadio.com and Heavy Metal Mayhem. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.